I was like, damn. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast in the Donia. It's your boy Five with Rami and Anha. And we're joined with a very special guest today for a subscriber revert story. Assalamu alaikum, Jared. Alaikum, assalam. Thank you all for having me on. Man, thank you for being here. Anha, how did you two meet? Well, one of those nights when I was working late on the street doing some prostitution. Uh, I found him on the uh, the corner two two blocks down from mine, and we just hit it off, bro. We knew it was time like to that. get out the game. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Damn, bro. You still wearing that same sports, bro? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's trying to humble himself, trying to remember his roots. Yes, he's trying to humble himself. So, we used to start, we, we started talking before you were Muslim. Now you're Muslim. Yes. Tell me how that happened. A lot of research, but, and a lot of faith too. Because um, mm-hmm. I've wanted the truth for a while, and I think that, you know, hell, he's a revert, he'll understand. I was looking for the truth for a long time, and I was just into some crazy stuff. Like, I was that eccentric guy who was like, always trying, you know, going to Buddhist temples and meditating and taking cold showers and doing, you know, crazy type of stretching and, you know, new age spirituality, all this stuff. But mm-hmm. it's just because I was for the truth and religion, it's really complicated. And I think that, you know, the religions that are false are complicated on purpose because I, I kept trying to find God and I just, it, it felt impossible to be honest with you. Like it just, it was so exhausting. Um, Cause so I just didn't agree. Into? What is that? I said, what were you born into? I don't even know, to be honest with you. I mean, my whole family's Catholic, but I went to a Baptist church first. Then I went to a Catholic church and then I went to, I don't even know what the third one was, but my parents, mm. they were like, oh yeah, no matter what religion you are, as long as you believe in Jesus, you know, okay. you can do whatever you go to heaven, you know? Okay. Uh, How'd that sit with you? I never considered myself Christian, to be honest. Like, even when I was going, um, I could have been whatever religion, true or false. But as a kid, you don't really know. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, at no point would anybody come up to me and I would be like, 100% I'm Christian. You know, I Mm -hmm. believe in it. At no point in my life would I have ever... It reminds me of this one time. Uh, I think they told Anho to say, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And then Anho was like, nah, God is my Lord and Savior. Without even knowing. Like, it was just a fitra. Bro, when they told me that. (laughs) Now go ahead, bro. (laughs) When they told me that, or like when they said, uh, repeat after me, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. I just looked into the woman's eyes deep into her soul, bro. And I was like, God is my Lord and Savior. Bro, she was so heated, bro. Like, she did not want to put me under the water. But she had to because there was a line. There was, like, other people behind me. Bro, I swear when she put me in the water, she held me down there for a while. All right. I look brutal, honestly. 
I found that funny, man. I think she held you for extra long, bro. <laughs> Jared just y'all's mouth, soul, bro. Nah, I think Jared's frozen, bro. Probably. Nah, nah I'm here. Uh, he was just yeah. He was just chilling. unimpressed. He was. Nah, he does that. He does that. He just he doesn't say nothing. He just looks. Uh, listen, listen. So, tell me how your experience with Islam and your journey changed in the last few months. You said you were doing a lot of new age stuff, and uh, what happened? Uh, well, a lot of that stuff, a lot of the way stuff has truth to it, you know, but it's not the whole message. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I've heard Angel say this and I know it well, all of you, if you just take little bits and pieces and choose whatever you want to choose, it doesn't really work. So, you know, like meditation is good, you know, eating healthy or whatever, whatever you get into, it's all good. Um, but with Islam, I remember my mom, she's a devout Christian, right? And I haven't told her I'm a Muslim yet. But I told her, I don't believe Jesus is God. And she was like, oh, that really bothers me. And I even remember her when I was little. She would be like, if I read the Quran, I have a feeling that it's more true than the Bible. She told me that. Um, So I know for a long time I've wanted to read the Quran. And I think that with y'all's help, you know, it's something that repeatedly showed itself to me. You know, Islam just kept showing itself and i need it was something that i knew i needed to check out so i started reading the quran and started really researching what islam was all about and as soon as i did that i mean it didn't take long to convert what were some barriers along the way my ego to be honest with you Mm. i mean It, it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be, but a lot mm-hmm. you just have this feeling West that you be like an outlaw or people are going to hate you. And some people do, to be honest, people don't understand. You know, when you tell some people that your mom or like friends, family, they just get angry and they start yelling at you, you know, like mm-hmm. but Jesus is God. Jesus is the son they like that. But it hasn't been bad, to be honest. Um, but still just to completely one eight change you know change your career give up some of the things that you were doing before in the name of Allah it's it's a lot it's a lot to, it's a huge change and I mean um on hell I know you like a year ago I'm a completely different person completely different yeah man I mean we started on the block so we we came a long way you know but bro tell them Tell them what you were getting into before and like how you really wanted to get into it. And then um, like when I came on to Islam and then you started asking questions about the um, the thing that you were going to, you know, get into. And uh, you slowly came to your own realizations or, or Allah basically opened your your eyes and gave you the answers that you were looking for. As far as career or religion? Nah, bro. Come on. Now the thing that we've been talking about for over a year. I don't want to give away your story. It's your story, bro. No, I need to know a story. The poker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So 
ever since I was a little kid, I've loved her. I remember being five, six years old, I'm going to sleep watching poker. And I have just like thinking numbers, I can calculate, read people, stuff like that. So when I was 18, I got a fake ID. I went to the casino and I was just like, boom, this is my purpose for life. And I just felt so happy to be at a poker table. Um, so for a long time, 22 now, for four years, I've just been consumed with poker, money, you know, and trying to make it. Man, I have bumps all over me all of a sudden. Y'all see this? Mm. Mm. But for a long time, that's all. Every morning I wake up thinking about poker, you know, go to sleep thinking about poker. And that was my whole dream for life. And during quarantine, it was a really good opportunity because casinos got shut down. So I started running a game. And uh, prior to this, every time I played poker, I didn't have any like moral judgment about it. I didn't feel bad at all. And my game started growing, growing, growing. And then right when it's like on the verge, y'all know when you start to become successful at anything, you can kind of tell, right? Like all the momentum was building up and I was just like, damn, I need to stop. You know, something told me I need to stop and I would start getting depressed every time I would play poker or any time I would run my game or whatever it was. And then I remember God came to me really clear and he was like, Jared, you need to stop this. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I went to sleep, woke up in the morning. I was like, Nah, I'm not going to stop. I kept doing it. So <laughs> living hell. For this was actually around. And I quit. Yo, bro, you're, you're breaking up, bro. Okay, where'd you lose me at? Uh, That you woke up and you were like, nah, I'm going to keep going. But you, yeah. you're like you're kind of out of it right now. Like we, we see you completely frozen. Yeah, do you have like audio? Yeah. Off? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got the worst, worst. Yeah. So this conversation was right around Christmas because I remember I was at my mom's house on her couch, right, mm -hmm. staying over there for Christmas. I woke up the next day. I was like, "Nah, never mind. Going to keep playing poker. Going to keep running my game." Yo, you can turn off your video real quick. Just keep your audio on because the audio is going to be much better then. Okay. Bismillah. Bismillah. So, then after this, every time I would play poker, anytime I would run my game, I would get so depressed and I would just have this feeling that it was wrong. And I'll start mm -hmm. to like, consistently lose money or people that had a bad day because of poker or whatever. I'm like thinking about the outcome. Um, outcome of that. I'm like, man, are they going home to their kids or, you know, not being able to feed their kids? Or even if it's not that, I'm like, man, these people have families and they're sitting here, you know, 30 hours a week and playing poker. They should be with their families. They should be on the purpose. They should be. So I started to really see the negative benefit or uh, outcome of that. And I hadn't mm -hmm. committed to a religion yet, but I know that, you know, talking to a bunch of different people from Christianity or from Buddhism or from Islam, like, there's no religion that condones gambling, you know, so I decided to just cut it off cold turkey, you know, just drop it and not do it anymore. Discontinue it really, really soon after that. You know, I made a lot of other leaps of faith, too, but that was the hardest. And mm. really soon after Islam revealed itself 100 percent to me. Bro, I remember last time we spoke, not last time, a couple of times we spoke because you're on the Patreon, right, for the 
to the coaching call here. I remember the first time we spoke, your ego was just not letting you accept Islam. It was just such a different paradigm shift. And it reminds me of when I was figuring out the truth. And I hear that with a lot of people too. Um, that actually in and of itself reminds me of this thing you told us about the, I don't know if you want to share, bro. Honestly, if you don't, you don't have to. The experience that you had. With the woman? Not with the woman. I'm talking about the, when it was like a gin. It was trying yeah. to speak to you. Say it how yeah. it is then, bro. My faith was actually, my faith grew that night. It wasn't solid and it, it grew because I figured out how to deal with gin and shaitan and I was sitting in my room and I just felt this evil presence all around me. And it was, it felt like there were three or four jinn and they kept saying, you know, God is narcissistic. You know, he should have just created you and let you do what you want to do. He's arrogant. You know, he's full of himself. Why is it your purpose to worship him? You know, why should you spend your whole life worshiping him? And then I realized that it wasn't my own thoughts, you know, because sometimes you beat yourself up for thinking stuff like that. And I realized it was whatever was around me. So I just started talking to him and I got all powerful. You know, you got all powerful. So why are you here talking bad about him? You know, you know, you can say all those things if you want, but God is all powerful. And if he would will, he'd be able to make your life a living hell. He would be able to give you anything or take it away from you so how are we going to sit here and talk about him like how are we going to sit here and talk bad about god or question him or because we everybody knows like john knows better than anybody god's power so why is he disobeying you know it, and it's through god's will that shatan even has the ability to talk to us in the first place you know, so my faith was tested because after that i mean i'm able to handle negative thoughts and lapses in faith a lot better that's crazy man isn't it crazy that when you meditate it's like supposedly you're supposed to become aware of the negative thoughts and you do you become aware of the negative thoughts but it's it doesn't make it any easier to overcome them like you still got to deal with them but it's like when when you have this this direction this instruction manual it's like, oh, well, yeah, the negative thoughts come, but you understand why the negative thoughts are coming. You understand where they come from and you understand how to deal with the negative thoughts. Or it's like, subhanAllah, bro, that, that's a game changer. Mm. Bro, how has life changed for you? It, it, it's easier to get through. Like, uh, so I'm a meat cutter at a restaurant and my, my goal is to be really good at that and progress up the ranks. And since I have a daughter, I only work four days a week and I get about 55 to 60 hours in those four days. So y'all already know, like I'm blessed. It's a great job. I love it. And I'm uh, inshallah going to be sticking with it and doing good things for a while. But it's tough to get through those four days, especially when you're fasting. And I remember this one day I was so dehydrated that my vision was spotty. I had slept like two hours, three nights in a row. And I was still back there just happy. You know, like pain. I had a headache from being dehydrated and I was like, you know what? I'm sitting here complaining, but God sent me down. He gave me the book that I, if I follow it and I do everything in that book, I'm going to be good and I'm going to spend my life in eternal paradise. And he put me in this situation right now to test me. So I'm just going to keep praising him. And that's it. And after that, like I was still in pain. I was still tired. But I mean, I'm in 
you could be in so much pain and all you have to do is just keep praising God and not let your faith drop. That's it. Like, that is it. It is so, it's so simple. It is. You're right, bro. Mashallah. It's all a test. It's all a test to see if we're going, if we're going to come back, come back to Allah. And Mm. bro, it's either you, you go to your ego, you go to others or you go to Allah. Which one are you going to go to? Yeah, and there's only one that's infinite. There's only one. Thanks. All powerful, bro. Yes, sir. Thanks. All praise the most high. Allahu Akbar. Bro, real quick, bro, because we got a five-ish minutes before we got to wrap this up. Any words of advice or wisdom to anyone that was exactly where you were when you were kind of battling the ego and this new paradigm? Yeah, the biggest thing is even if you haven't accepted Islam, you know right from wrong. Like, you know, your fitra brought you here. So if you're like me, you know, I had a problem with celibacy. I had a problem because my ego took a lot of, you know, that that was a big problem with my ego as well, you know. And I had a problem giving up my job gambling. Just do it. Like, what's it going to hurt? What is it going to hurt? You know, because we're talking spending the rest of your life in heaven or how much would you pay for that? You know, if you're talking about giving up a job, making money or doing something that you're passionate for, like, what do you have to lose? To be honest with you, because there's so much more at stake than just right here, right now. And to be honest with you, once you convert anyway, it's going to be better than it was before. You know, you just don't think it is because the jinn, shaitan, he's got a hold of you. So just whatever you know you need to give up, be real with yourself, give it up. That's it. And stick with it no matter what. Keep going. You don't have to be 100% Muslim the first day, but it happens so quick once you once you show God you're willing to take that step. Amen, boy. Alhamdulillah. What a wonderful note. Rami, uh, on out. y'all got anything to say? Let Rami go. Honestly, just mashallah, may Allah bless you. You've come a long way, like you know, like I was saying before, and uh, it's tremendous. So may Allah reward you immensely and uh, accept it from your habibi. Allahumma, I mean, bro, I've literally seen his evolution from the first coaching call through the coaching calls till now. Every time I see you, you're just more and more happier. And if not, you just you just look more fulfilled, bro. You look more at peace. You look more like you're not looking anymore. The first day was kind of like you're looking and you're kind of puzzled. You have a lot of overwhelming thing. And I know you did a ton of research, bro. You did a ton of research. You experienced it. You stopped leading and just started being led by. And now you're just at peace, bro. Amen. And I see y'all's transformations too. Like, I mean, all of y'all have come along with That's inspiring. You know, everybody wants to follow success. Yeah, I can look at each and every one of you. And mashallah. All good, bro. Listen, it's been over a year that me and you met on the block, bro. Listen, we've come a hell of a long way, alhamdulillah, bro. Because I remember when we were first talking, it was what was it? It was all about women. Look, hey, maybe maybe we still talk about women, you know. (laughs) Let's be honest, but it's a different light now. Look at that, bro. Alhamdulillah, both of us are now. On the straight path. Muslim. On Dean, bro. And Dean. That's what's up, bro.
Yeah, there's not much else to say, Rami. Do right. what it do. All right. Jazakallah khair. Brother Jared, may Allah bless you immensely. It was a pleasure having you on and listening to your story. With that being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasna wa fi al-akhirati hasna wa kina adhaab nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yo, bro.